What's up, everybody? It's your girl, Camille, and we are back to change my status. Hey, we're going to talk about a great topic tonight, behind the scenes. You know, there's a lot of things that go into being a Christian, growing, growing from a baby to becoming a mature Christian. And I just believe that we need to talk about the spectrum that's involved in that. You know, we don't evolve overnight. And I'm sure if you're like me, you've met some people uh, that feel like they have always, you know, arrived. They've always been in a certain place their entire life. But we all know that's not true. And so what I want to do in this particular broadcast is encourage you about using some other methods that can help us uh, while we're growing and processing in our Christian walk. And one of the things I believe that is really huge is accountability. And accountability is something that's behind the scenes. You know, when we think about attending church, that's a public event. Everybody can see us um, going to church or doing any other uh, good works or good deeds. Those are public events. But there are some things that I believe that have to go on behind the scenes that can really help us and sometimes um, cause us not to be able to go into certain areas that wouldn't be good for us. And again, we're talking about accountability. Now, a lot of times when people hear the word accountability, the first thing they think about is somebody going to be up in my business. Well, listen, I want to tell you that that's not what accountability is. But I will tell you this, that we can't have any pride if we're going to be accountable. Because the thing about accountability is this. It's just what it says. We become accountable for our actions. And guess what? It doesn't mean that we're just being accountable for things that have not gone well or bad decisions. But it also means being accountable for the things that happen that we do well, you know, that we can be applauded for. You know, whenever I'm dealing with people, especially if I have to speak with them concerning something that may not be good or a bad decision that they have made, what I try to do is the first thing, I try to bring up the things that they have accomplished. I try to bring up the things that they're doing well. That's just the way um, God has put it in me to be a leader. So I just don't dive in on everything I believe that they've done wrong because I believe sometimes people don't recover when you only tell them about the bad things or the good or the, you know decisions that they've made that you know were not great. So we have to give them some type of leverage so that they will feel like, okay, I can get better because these particular things are not bad and they're working for me. So all I need to do is make different decisions so that we can do better. Now, that's a great way that accountability to, can benefit people. But I want to tell you um, three, speak about three different areas that I believe accountability um, is important. And the first place, the first thing, accountability, the Holy Spirit. The Holy Spirit is the voice of God. The Holy Spirit is a voice that speaks to us. Now, after we become a Christian and we receive Christ, I believe that everybody gets a measure of God's spirit. And when I say a measure, it's just like a measure. You know, when you're cooking and you're using a recipe and you take a cup and the recipe calls for one part or it calls for two ounces. Well, I believe also when we receive Christ, we receive a measure of his spirit. In fact, you cannot receive Christ and not receive a measure of his spirit. So when I say measure, I mean as we continue 
to have intimate experiences with the Lord and spend time with him in prayer and spend time with him reading his word, the measure of that spirit, it begins to grow just like any other relationship. You know, if you have a relationship, you have a spouse or you have a special friend, that relationship will not grow if you don't spend time together. It will not last if you don't spend time with each other. So, so it is with Christ. As we spend time with him, the Holy Spirit, that measure begins to grow. And so when we begin to talk about being accountable, I want to um, let you know and talk to you about this scripture. And it's in St. John, the 14th chapter. And you can read it. Uh, it's the 26th verse. And I'll just kind of go ahead and explain it. In this chapter, Jesus is comforting his disciples because he's getting ready to go away. But one of the greatest things he says in this chapter is this. He says, I'm going to send you the Holy Spirit, but I can't send him unless I go away. So you know what? I'm going to tell you, there's no way, guys, that we could live this life without the Holy Spirit. So what is the Holy Spirit? The Holy Spirit is sometimes people call it their conscience. The Holy Spirit is that voice that says, hey, this is what you should do. You know, and the Holy Spirit is not just there necessarily to correct us. The Holy Spirit is there to just give us whatever information we need. So the first accountability we have is with the Lord. And so while we're being intimate with God, reading his word and praying, that is when we give the Holy Spirit a chance to speak to us. So the first place we're accountable to is the Holy Spirit. And the next place I believe we're accountable to can be mentors in our life. It may even be your parents. It can be your pastor or either a leader. And let's talk about business. You know, even in business, we have to be accountable. If you work for any type of company, you are accountable to your boss, your supervisor, your lead. And what is the accountability? It just means you're accountable for your actions. And one thing about most of us, we probably from time to time, we get recognized on our jobs for the good things that we do. So still, that's a type of accountability. But I believe that it is so important that we're able to bounce things off of other people. And again, you have to dismiss that thought that everybody's trying to be in your business. Because I believe, you know, if we ever get in trouble, we need people to get into our business to help us. So it is so important that we choose someone that we can trust. And you have to be able to trust this person in order to be accountable. Because I realize when you're being accountable to people, sometimes there are some things that we may need to discuss um, that we may not feel good about, we may feel uh, embarrassed about, you know, you may have some level of shame. But I'm going to tell you, if it's a person that you can trust, if it's a person that the Lord has sent in your life, it's going to be good for you to discuss those areas because that person will be able to give you a good word. That person will be able to instruct you to do these things that may be a great help to you in the situation, even if they have to direct you somewhere else. So it's so good that we have a mentor. Again, it can be uh, your mom, your father, uh, an older person. It can be a pastor. It can just be a mentorship. You know, right now, coaching is hot. 
There are a lot of people who have life coaches and they're good because you're able to bounce things off of them. You're able to sit down and talk to them, especially people who are in business. They use that. But I believe even as Christians, there are a lot of Christian life coaches out there also available. And I think those people would be good because you need somebody who's going to be objective. You need someone who's not just going to look at you and decide that everything that you're saying is just right. You know, a lot of times we want yes people. Sometimes, let's just face it, we don't want nobody to tell us that's not a good idea. We don't want nobody to tell us that we're not thinking good. Listen, I remember a long time ago when I was young, I had this friend and um, it was me, her, a couple other friends and her father. And um, there was another man that we knew and he was, you know, he was overweight. And so my friend told her father, you know, what, excuse me, her father said, hey, if I ever get to that place with my weight, I want you to take out a gun and shoot me. Now, I know that sounds crazy and it sounds funny. You know, we all laughed. But what he was really saying was, I want to be accountable. Because sometimes things are going on in our life that we do not recognize. So I remember one night we got together a little bit later on. And just out the blue, my friend looked at her father and said, well, she said, Daddy, it's time to take out the gun. And so we all just laughed because we remembered what he had said. So, you know, accountability doesn't always have to be a bad thing or a dreadful thing, you know. But what it does is it gives us a good opportunity to miss things that could be detrimental. It gives us a good opportunity to have another point of view. It gives us a good opportunity to grow. When I think about accountability, I think of accountability as being a good process that can help me grow. Because I have to remember, I don't know it all. I don't have all the answers. And you know, I believe that God does that on purpose because he wants us to always realize that he is our best voice and that he can use other people. Let me talk about being prophetic. I am prophetic. I have seen a lot of things. God has revealed a lot of things. Um, some things have been revealed to me, such as people dying, people leaving, you know, but with all of that, God doesn't tell me everything. The Bible says we prophesy in part. So, you know, even with prophecy, we have to remember, we don't know everything, and God does that intentionally. And I believe the reason why he does that is he wants us to remain accountable to others. He wants to let me just say it. He wants to make sure that our head doesn't blow up. Because, you know, sometimes when we feel like we know everything and you can't tell us anything, sometimes we get the big head. So the other place I believe is important to be accountable is just with our peers. You know, your BFF. Because, you know, sometimes they can say things to us and, you know, we laugh, but, you know, it seems to not cut, you know, like everybody else. And so we have to be open to that because even with that, God can send us good friends that have our best interests. Now, if we're going to be accountable to anybody, we need to be accountable to people who have our best interests at heart. And you have to know that the Holy Spirit, which is the voice of God, always has our best interests at heart. So your mentor... Uh, your life coach, your pastor, your parents, they have your best interests at heart. So it's okay to be accountable to them. Your BFF, you know that they care about you. You know they want the best for you. So it's okay. But I want to say this. We have to have our guard down because I realize sometimes we keep a guard up and we're just not accountable to people or uh, what we call with surface accountability. We only talk with them about things that we think are good things. 
things that we think that they'll be okay with. No. We need to talk to people about the things that we really have a question about. We need to talk to people about things that we really feel could possibly not be a good decision. Because sometimes we may be in a place in our life that we just can't make a good decision about something. Maybe we've been affected by some level of trauma. Maybe our soul is aching. So we're not really in a place that we can make a good decision. But if we walk in accountability, we can get help with that decision. Because I'm telling you, it's much easier for us to get good answers, get good advice, hear from the Holy Spirit right now, you know, rather than letting things go to a chaotic place. But even if that should happen, the Holy Spirit knows how to rescue us. You know, he knows how to come in there and begin to give us things that we need to do to turn around. See, that's the best thing to me about Christianity is that God never gives up on us. You know, we have to keep that in mind because all of us are going to experience different things from time to time. And some going to be less, some going to be more. But it takes the same level of grace for every situation for people to be restored. And I know sometimes we think what we've done is not as bad as the next person or it's worse. And when we think that what we've done has not been as bad, we think that person needs more washing than we do. We think they need more of the blood of Jesus. But I want to tell you, the word grace is spelled the same way for every situation. We don't have to extend the word grace for situations that we deem to be worse. But that's just the nature of us. And I'm so glad that we serve a God that's able to judge accordingly. And, you know, I hear this term all the time and we say that only God can judge me and I agree with that 100% only God can judge us but I want us to understand what are we really saying when we say that what we're saying is that we are spending time with God so that the Holy Spirit can lead and guide us what we are saying is that we're accountable to other people that can help us on this journey. That's what that statement means when we say only God can judge us. It doesn't mean that we make all the decisions ourselves. It doesn't mean that whatever we believe is right or whatever we feel is right. That's not what that means. Because I'm going to tell you, if we get into a place of having some good intimacy with God, talking with him, listen, you can get in your car and have a good conversation with God. You don't have to have this special place. Now, I'm not against having a special place. You can have a closet, you know, like the movie. I love that movie. You can have a closet of prayer. Uh, Wherever you, the place you designate. Some people like to go on the water. They like to go to the beach. You know, it doesn't matter where you go. But I just need for you to go. So when you have that special place with God, you begin to build. You begin to know his voice. And the only way you're going to know his voice is by spending time. Have you ever been in a place where there's been a whole lot of people and somebody that you were really close to could have been your parents, could have been your spouse, could have been your best friend. And even though it was 50 people, but when they called your name and you could be in a room with 25 other people with the same name. But it's something about when they call your name because you recognize their voice. Guess what? That's accountability. So I want you to know that being accountable is a good thing. And if you're walking today and you're not accountable to anybody, I need for you to give it some great thought. I need for you to think about it and say, 
Is accountability something that can help me? I don't want you to see accountability as a thing that's not good. I don't want you to see accountability as a thing of you have to just tell all your business, every step that you're making. I don't want you to see it like that. But I want you to see it as God's way of giving you information. God's way of strengthening you. Because your walk in Christianity is going to be better. And I'm going to tell you, it's going to be easier. I'm going to say it again. It's going to be easier when you have people that you trust, that you can bounce things off. You know, I often look at the secular world and what they do. You know, we have all these different groups for anonymous this, anonymous that. You know, I even saw that they have one for eating chocolate. That's amazing. But guess what? They came to the conclusion that people with struggles or issues or, or whatever they was feeling, they came to the conclusion that if they brought them together, which is a form of accountability, we could sit down and talk about it. We could sit down and talk where I am in my walk. We could sit down and say, you know, I believe that this is a trigger for me. What can I do to not allow this trigger to place me back into a situation that's not good for me? That's accountability. And being with these people that you understand that have experienced what you have experienced. And somehow, I believe as a church, we've missed that opportunity. You know, I think about people um, who've been on drugs. You know, they go to these meetings. People who've been an alcoholic, and they go to these meetings. And guess what? They go to them and every week. I don't care what's going on. They feel a need to be there because that's part of their accountability. They're being accountable to people who've walked through the struggle, who are now in a different place. They're there to give them help. So I would love to see for the church that we could have some type of accountability. You know what? Sometime I felt like, you know what? I need accountability group. Stop eating so much fried chicken. I need to see if there's anybody else out there that love it like I do. Because let me tell you, sometimes when you're going through, you think you're the only one. But it's real. Everybody has a different thing, a different issue. So I want you to be encouraged today. If you're not accountable to someone, somebody, the Holy Spirit, I want you to make that decision today. And I promise you, you're going to feel like that's one of the best decisions that you ever made. And so you will be able to fight feeling a lot of the rejection that you're feeling, feeling like you're walking alone, feeling like you've got to make this huge decision all by yourself. I'm telling you, you don't. I just need for you to accept accountability. Now, I want to say I thank you so much for joining Change My Status, and we look forward to speaking with you next week.